0: You know what they call a quarter pound of a cheese
1: in France? No. Tell them Vincent. Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. You know why they call it that? Uh, because of the metric system. Check out the big brain on bread. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Post and Pints, episode 25, alongside Matt Drake, Kyle, and Alex. I'm Justin. Thank you for tuning in. Go ahead and pour yourself a fresh pint. You deserve it. Topics of discussion: Group stage recap, Cincinnati. Who? We'll discuss the knockout stages as well, and of course, Florida makes the news again. Thank you, Florida Marlins. Today is Monday, July 27th, and with that, there are two games happening as we speak. San Jose is taking on Real Salt Lake City, currently tied, and following that game, probably one of the bigger games I think of the tournament, Seattle's up against LAFC, but oh, before we slide tackle into those topics, we have a tradition on the show, first question of the night, as always, what are you drinking? Matt is continually dancing like an animal, wild man. Matt, what are you drinking over there?
1: He started early.
2: Um, As always. I, I most definitely started early. That's not a, like, that's a shout right there. No, this weekend, I uh, went to uh, Yale Terrace Brewing Company, uh, brought the uh, old growler out. I thought, you were
0: gonna talk, I thought you were talking about your wife there for a second. Yo, ball and Jane came along. She's a growler. I don't,
2: I don't think I can get away with calling my wife a growler, but that's that's,
0: that's personal matter. That's none of your business, Dre, whether she's they, a growler or not. All right, anyway, back to you, Matt. What are you drinking?
2: They don't do cans, which is like my oh. biggest killer. They don't do cans, so you have to do like the growler takeout. But I got myself a nice growler of uh blues red ale. And uh I am very good. Does
3: that mean it's purple? Like
2: yeah, it's purple. It's him. Okay. It's I'm
4: not him.
3: understanding.
2: It's loose red ale.
1: I can't uh, understand
3: your accent. accent. <laughs>
2: also, I, saw, I, I hate saw Justin. All of you guys.
3: I saw Justin <laughs> sipping from a red solo cup. Could, could, could this be the day? Could this red be the week?
4: Red solo
0: cup. No, unfortunately, all of my tumbler cups are packed away in cardboard boxes for the move. And my dad decided to have the only thing out. Left for us to drink was a disposable cup, so I have a red solo cup. I knew somebody was going to say something about it, but unfortunately, it is
3: high quality water.
0: Somebody else go, Dre. What do you did you mix drink tonight? What do you got?
3: I got myself a nice uh beer from the Czech Republic, it's called Pilsner Erko. So that's what I'm drinking today. Top bottles,
4: wow! Well, I uh I As well, wanted to you know, I wanted to keep it classy today, so I went down to the local uh, local alcohol store or whatever you call it, and I bought I picked up a nice box. You heard me right, box <laughs> of Lab White Wine. Oh and, damn! Uh, it's uh, it's currently in my 30 ounce tumbler here, pretty Slap to the, the bag, top. gotta slap the bag. I think it's full, baby. It's full.
1: Kyle. Well, I'm drinking not PBR. Oh, I have Two Hearted Ale from. Bells uh, in Michigan. It's an American mm-hmm. IPA. It's uh, pretty bitter, just like
4: me. So I love it. <laughs> Wow. What a connection.
1: Is anybody going to drink, uh,
0: what is that, La Blue or whatever, the Canadian Molson to La celebrate bat, hockey bat. coming? LaBette.
4: La Sorry.
1: Whatever.
0: Is anybody going to drink that when hockey starts back up? I'll get can.
1: Molson
3: next week. I'll get some Molson next week. I, okay. I do try to buy a Labat every time I go to a hockey game. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I like the Labette, like, Devils thing they had. That was was a cool collaboration.
0: Disappointing. Just disappointing. Let's get it out of the way. Since he beats RBNY. Matt, take this one, because I I just can't talk about it. It just hurts.
2: I mean, so I'll just talk about actually what happened, and then I'll let Kyle go on a Red Bull angry rant, because I am anticipating. He's He's ready. He's like, he's doing the woo saw, he's doing the rubbing the ears. He's bad boys to the captain. Like, remember your pressure, points. remember your pressure points. Since coming into this tournament, stuck to a game plan, Jan Stop, first of all, Jan Stop, shout out Man United legend defender. Oh my god, fan favorite. But he came in knowing his team did not have a strong midfield, or did not have a strong attacking force, but they knew that if they put enough guys behind the ball and just park the bus in the most aggressive way, fashion. I mean, this is a team that parked the bus being up a man against a 10-man Atlanta. I mean, you can't take anything away. They're sticking to a game plan. They're going with what they're supposed to be doing, and they're succeeding at it. Park the bus, counterattack. The Red Bull are usually the team that gets has to park the bus for and the Red Bull were not ready for this game. The Red Bull were not ready to be the offensive team and they could not break down that back line. Overall, shout out to Cincinnati, dude. They did what they had to do. And I mean, good for them, dude. They got they got two wins. Who would have thought Cincinnati would have gotten two wins all year and they got two wins in this tournament alone. But this is exactly as I called it when we were doing the predictions at the beginning. Is I had a feeling that Red Bull did not have enough to leave this group. But I mean, you can
1: understand why I went against Cincy, seeing as how they beat a team that doesn't seem to have a system without Josef Martinez.
3: I'm just I, I'm sitting here shook that the two teams that everyone in the world had advancing did not advance, and the two teams that no one had advancing did. It's just I'm still shook on that.
4: I, know, I mean, oh, my, my. Huh, let me just give you my take. My, take, I have one thing to, that come out of this game is Jensen, and just why the fuck is he there?
3: That's, That's
1: your uh, One takeaway se- oh, Do we want to segue into this? A I have games some ago,
3: everyone's like, "Oh, Jensen's the best," and that he, yeah.
1: he makes a save that, yeah, that he, he, he make. He and now this he game, Jensen looked solid in my opinion up until last week. In which case, I'm pretty sure Keppa is better than that.
4: Dude, he took the hat off and he became shit. Ugh. Oh, my God, he dropped.
1: Dude, Keppa has a less than 40% save percentage. Like, you know what? It, let's do it. Sal- <laughs> Salzee Zola right Let's now. just go into this. Let's just go into this, right? So, I can't even say Cincinnati played a defensively good game because it's super easy to defend against a team that had no fucking shots in two fucking games. You have a coach that looks lost, a team that looks just, frankly, like, they're not even soccer players. Yeah. Where do it's I start? Yeah, it's in surprise, this game- like, crash. Sean Davis shouldn't, doesn't even have,
3: like, the knowledge to lead the team, let alone any skill. Did, didn't we not start a dedicated striker? Like, we didn't have someone who's yeah, a natural no striker. striker. No striker. No, what? Like, what a the didn't start a striker? Royer is not a natural striker. White didn't start. Barlow didn't start. Like, yeah, and then after- how the fuck are we going to win a game if we don't have someone whose job it is who like, on the team knows their role and the rest of the team knows it's that guy that needs to score? If we don't have that player out there, how the fuck are we going to
2: yeah, give
1: someone the ball up, to score? And they put 15 shots on goal.
2: Honestly, like w- again, we can go on for a while. There's a couple things. One, it's a good thing we're not a Red Bull podcast.
1: Hashtag Remember- arms out.
2: Number two, but this is exactly what we've been saying now for quite some time. At least what I've been saying is I don't think, like, I being at the club for an extended period of time, being a homegrown player, being in the system for many years, does not qualify leader or captain. I'm using Manchester United as the example here. Harry Maguire was bought in the summer, and within Three months was the captain of Manchester United. It is not something that, like, eh, you've been here the longest. You know, when a store, here I'll use this example, when a retail store is choosing a manager, they're not just going to choose the person who's been there the longest. That employee might suck. They're going to choose the part, they're going to choose the person who's going to lead the team to success. And that's the exact same thing you have to think about with sports teams. Leadership is in your DNA. Are
1: you trying to tell me that Sean Davis shouldn't even be the manager at a Burger King? Because I'd agree with you.
2: I'm not, well, I'm not tomato, tomato, or however Burger King described <laughs> Oh, I'm just talking along the lines of, I, I think that the Red Bull lack, and I think, like, again, the Red Bull, who last year had Luis Robles and had Bradley Wright Phillips, two major forces in that locker room, both being taken out at the exact same time, I think there is no leadership. There's no one to tell the rest of their team, like, hey, you guys have to get your sh- shit together. You have to do this. You have to do that. Like, it's something built into your DNA. It's not something that, hey eh, since you've been here forever, yeah, yeah I, I guess we'll make you captain.
3: Yeah, no, I, I got nothing to say on that. I earlier... In the year did say that I did see some leadership qualities in Sean Davis and I've been proved wrong so yeah no that's he's not doing well in any sense of the word or the captain as a player as really anything well, let's face it nobody is yeah this is all around you- all around disappointment First- I can tell you somebody oh go ahead Matt go ahead
2: I get we're talking a lot of negative about RBNY, but like I said when we went into this topic let's give a shout out to since he was a team No one gave credit really to, and they got two wins. They're a team that stuck to what they could succeed at, and they did exactly what the game plan had scripted. This is a brand new coach who is coming into a team that really didn't have an identity, and he is doing a really great job. When you really think about it, he's doing a great job. He understands that this team is not built for success, but he has to understand we can't lose if we don't give up goals. Which is, you know, hey, that's, that's day one stuff. If you opened up the book of idiots, h- how do you win as a coach 101, that's the first thing. You don't lose if you don't give up goals. Cincinnati, since this tournament has started outside of the Columbus game, hasn't given up a goal. They didn't give up a goal to Atlanta and didn't give up a goal to RBNY. Hey. Give Cincinnati credit. I don't, again, I still think Portland is going to do what they have to do against them because I think Portland is an equivalent opponent to, like, a Columbus. And I think just, Portland is a team that knows how to break down a Cincinnati while Red Bull and Atlanta don't know how to.
0: A player that's currently, he's not a captain, but technically he is, and a a striker that the Red Bulls should have kept, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, three goals so far. LAFC Portland draw a good. He's, draw. He's impressing me coming back healthy.
4: Mm-hmm. All right, I feel that, sorry. No Go ahead. Alex, go ahead I was going to say, I feel that he is the Bradley Wright Phillips that we had in, let's say 2018. You give him the ball. He's putting it in the net. He's showing up to the games. He's playing better than he did last season with the Red Bulls. And I'm a fan now. Not, 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 not so much of the team, but because he's on the team.
2: No, I mean, honestly, something to take away here, because there's a lot of, like, you see all over social media, like, why did Red Bull get rid of Bradley Wright Phillips? On paper, it made sense. Again, I'm not justifying the move, but on paper, it did make sense. He was an aging striker coming off of a major injury, who was the highest paid athlete on your team. I'm not saying you had to give him the same amount of money, but you do understand that like the Red Bull were in a position where eventually you have to cut the cord and they cut the cord. And I the Red Bull also didn't advertise that this was going to be a year for success. They knew they would have their struggle. Bradley Ray Phillips is really doing an absolutely amazing job filling in for that spot for Carlos Veya. Like he's doing a really amazing job when you think about it and like, think about this. This is the craziest part. Once Carlos Veya comes back, Bradley Ray Phillips goes back to the bench, but Defenses are going to be terrified that like, oh good, one of the MLS's top goal scorers is coming off the bench in the 70th minute, fresh legs.
4: Mm-hmm. And he's
2: has guy had to get that late goal.
1: Well, you know what? He's got to be making it hard to as a coach sub a guy who's been getting a goal a game.
2: But you're not but you're not going to you're not going to put Carlos No, Veya. I'm not saying you
1: start him over Carlos Vela. I'm just saying like that I, that's a good situation to have. It's, a, it it's an, like an if-
3: embarrassment of riches.
2: That's it. I was just about to say Dre has the term. It's a embarrassment of riches. It's kind of like the PSG where PSG just has like every position. They have four players down on the depth chart who would start for the second best team, but give it out to Portland as well. Portland did a very good job. I mean, what a game. First of all, I had to drink an extra, extra large cup of coffee to stay up for this. But I mean, dude, uh, dude, it was a great two, two draw. They both proved that they're advancing for a reason. And I just want to do a hot take. I'll hand it off to someone else, but hot take. One of those two teams will be in the final.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me.
4: After that game, I would I would I would lean more towards Portland, honestly.
2: Dude, Kesh FC, bro. It's going down.
4: Come on. So- <laughs> they're
0: yelling timber.
4: Uh, so <laughs> group stage
0: recap,
3: biggest winners. I mean, we just talked about two of them for sure. Well,
2: does any? I'll go first. I'll get it out of the way. And I, I'm 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 talking about Columbus. Columbus did everything they had to do. Won all three games. Won all three games convincingly. Jesse Zardes is looking like the striker that the U.S. men's national team has desperately needed. Dre and I on the last episode with Young Americans Abroad were talking about how. Jesse Zardes needs to be like, you know, if you're talking about a depth chart right now, he, he's fighting for that number one spot. And I think what he's doing right now is perfect. But, I mean, they're surprising their competition because I think they stay under the radar with their success. But I, I think the secret's out. I think Columbus is not only a force to be reckoned with, but a team that I really wouldn't be surprised if they found their way to a final.
1: I agree, and uh, Columbus is just a well-built team. They're playing extremely well, and I think all of us can say from experience of watching these games for so long (laughs) that even when Columbus isn't the greatest team, they're not an easy three points. They always give you a fight to the end.
3: Yeah, I got to say my biggest winner for this tournament so far has been Orlando. I really didn't rate them highly at all, and they... Snuck their way in the group stages in a pretty convincing fashion to uh that first game with the late winner in the 96th, seventh minute from Nani, and since then they've been winning games. So it's there. I'm I'm picking, I'm not picking them, but they're so
4: far in the group stages my biggest winners.
0: Whoa, 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 I'm not picking them, not picking them.
4: Yeah, yeah. So I, was okay, gonna say, sure. I was gonna I, say, I'm not surprised with uh, with Columbus, honestly. I mean, we, we, in this household at least, we've been calling Columbus as a winner since. At the end uh, of last
0: episode season. One.
4: episode one, you guys one. talked about they,
0: Columbus they just Crew, took out
4: Atlanta. They're they're overall they're they're here to they're here to play. Their offense is strong. Their defense is strong. Like Kyle said, they're not going to give up any points easily. I can see some yellow hanging in this house pretty soon.
2: <laughs> so, so i the- oh, so Justin, who do you think is the biggest winner so far, or at least you know who do you think? Wow, great job. Who do you think? I, I- is-
0: I was gonna agree with uh, Dre. Florida's uh, been absolutely impressive. Everybody doubted them, and they're still here. So, we'll we'll see how lucky uh, you know they can get. To you know maybe, get one more leg into this uh, tournament. Maybe, maybe
3: we'll see. Maybe, 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 maybe. maybe.
0: Either way, biggest surprise.
2: So that's where I was going to say, like, everyone's talking about Orlando being the biggest winner. I'm talking Orlando's being the biggest surprise. I mean, if you told me Orlando was going to be not only advancing but winning their group in a group that had Philly and NYCFC and that the game's already happened, they've already advanced to the final eight, that is absolutely shocking to me. Like, I'm not taking anything away from them. Great job, dude. They're doing whatever it takes to win, but the most important thing here is Nani is stepping up into that leadership role that he didn't last year. And I think that's what's the most crucial part, because Nani is a Euro Cup winner, a Champions League winner, and a Premier League champion. He has the pedigree to succeed the fact that he hasn't yet but now is slowly starting to use his superstar pedigree to push this team to victory. Dude, Orlando could be in a position where they could upset a couple more people along the way, but hey, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm
1: not entirely shocked that they played well i didn't think they'd play as well as they did but because if you look at it they had the opposite of the atlanta situation going on they started the year without their star player and looked like crap and then he comes back and they win a bunch of games
2: so kyle who's your biggest surprise then this year
1: Uh oh, surprise 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 honestly it's not oh. like it's not like a major like oh my god surprise but um i i was uh, a little disappointed in uh kansas city i i thought they would uh be on a little more of a hot streak than they were
3: my my biggest surprise thus far isn't like a surprise like oh my god like this is amazing it's that fact that nycfc below everyone's radar made it through the group stages and then it's in the knockouts you know in, in the elimination rounds here i'm like where did, where did they come from they were mixing maxi morales a bear was nowhere to be found The first couple games of the season, they they hadn't scored a a goal in 2020 up until like one of their last games in the tournament. I just kind of forgot about them. I'm like, oh crap, they advanced. Like, how did that happen? So that's kind of something that surprised me. It really did just catch me by surprise, to be honest.
4: I have I have have an unpopular opinion, and it's going to be with you, Matt here. But not like a oh my god surprise. But honestly, looking at Philly coming out of this, um, I think they tied one game, won the other two, but. They've been playing solid. I didn't think that they would make it out of the groups in the beginning, even though I am a fan of you know their supporters and whatnot. But, hey, they're going against, I believe it's Sporting Kansas next. And yeah. I, they're going to take it. I, in my book, they're going to take it.
2: So Dustin, who surprised
3: you the most?
4: I do. I'll,
0: I'll double down on uh, Orlando. <laughs>
3: biggest winners hate- and biggest surprise. Nice. Yeah,
0: I'll double down. Most disappointing?
4: New York. Sorry. Skip my
2: turn. Whoops.
4: But let's be real.
2: Oh, that's... that's go ahead. There's no order here. There's no, are we, like... Are we not you know, unanimously you know, it's, agreeing it's, it's, on this one? It's or? that, it's that yeah. I, I, I
4: didn't expect much. I really didn't. But just the fact that we lost to Cincy just really, really, like, hit a blow. It, it, it was a low blow. So that's a
2: disappointment. I'll take I'll take someone else in that group, dude. I, I think Atlanta, like... It, yeah. Atlanta is a team that I think the most money gets pumped into in the MLS. I understand that your best player is out, but like you see Carlos Veya from LAFC, dude, he's not even in this tournament and LAFC is still killing it. Atlanta doesn't have a game plan. They don't score goals. Like the fact that they did not score a goal in three games absolutely baffles me. And, Dude, this team has zero identity. And and you talk about disappointing. I bet you their coach didn't even I bet you the plane didn't even land in Atlanta International Airport before Frank DeBoer found out he was fired. That's unbelievable. How disappointing of a start could you have? I really don't yeah. think it could get worse for Atlanta.
3: I'm going to I'm going to echo Alex. Like personally speaking with how much we're invested in this team, I am just totally disappointed in the Red Bull. Hopefully, You know, Red Bull does follow in Atlanta's footsteps and and Armas gets kicked the fuck out. But that's the only really good thing I could see coming out of this. The Red Bull just straight up disappointed me to lose to both Ohio teams is a bit depressing.
2: Breaking news, Chris Armas signs six-year extension. No! I'm moving to Columbus. So, Kyle, who disappointed you the most?
1: Atlanta's a good pick. Me personally, like, I'm not going to keep repeating shit. The Red Bull thing did still stings a little bit. That's personal. Yeah, I'm going to go with Atlanta because I, I figured they would at least have a game plan without Joseph Martinez. I was, uh, not that I'm a fan of them, but I was looking up. I was actually looking forward to uh, Pity Martinez maybe stepping into that role
3: a little more. And And here's actually one interesting thing I just thought of about that. LAFC didn't know Carlos Veya wasn't going to go up until, like, a week or two before the tournament. Atlanta knew Martinez was out months ago. They had months of time of preparation, of planning, of whatever they wanted to do to come up with a game plan because they knew he wasn't coming back for a long time. LAFC figured out Veya's not coming two weeks before the tournament started, so they had to, like, you know, in the in the blink of an eye, come up with a game plan. and And then did. Bradley said, fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah.
2: But doesn't that even add to the disappointment? That's another reason why that Atlanta had the time to prepare for this, and they didn't. Justin, who disappointed you the most?
0: (laughs) Listen, so you guys were talking about Atlanta, and I would agree with you, and then in my – fucking dumb brain I was becoming like starting to facilitate this crazy conspiracy theory that Atlanta just wanted to get the hell out of Dodge and not be in this tournament and just throw it and then you told me that the coach got fired and then I was like oh (laughs) never mind never mind
2: Frank DeBoer I bet you the plane like the wheels touched down he's repeating
0: himself already you are are an old man
2: wow What are you thinking, Justin? Who disappointed you the most?
0: The Red Bulls. It's my fucking team. Uh, Get into the playoffs. (laughs) At least get in the bracket. Something. Do something. Just a kid with the
1: stick. Do something. Just do something.
2: Do math. Before we we go on to the knockout stage, I hate to burst all your bubble. Bubbles. Um, No, because you all have the same mindset, so it's one individual bubble. Red Bull in playoffs. What two things do not mix?
3: Well, like Kyle said, it's not it's not Up depressing until this
2: enough. Year, they mix pretty damn well.
3: It's like Kyle said, it's not just depressing. It's not, it's not it's not right. it's not depressing enough in. for Red Bull fans to get kicked out of the group stages. You know, we got to get to the to the you know right knockouts. Get a little bit of hope and then get knocked out. That's more That's devastating the to Red Bull it. system. You make it a couple rounds in and then you fuck it.
0: Yeah. Listen, you just you just ordered a cinnamon bun. From the fucking mall. You just got it nice and fresh. It looks moist and delicious. You got the Jesus Jizz juice on top. It's just unbelievable. You get one bite out of it, and somebody bumps you and knocks it and falls on the fucking floor. That's the New York Red Bulls. Thank you for joining us <laughs> on the fucking podcast. Moving I was going to
1: say it's more like you get it, it super someone. fresh and you bite into it, and it's from yesterday, and they just never put it away. Oh, it's, it's dry. It's oh, so, center.
3: so Justin, when, when were you going to tell me we got a sponsorship from Cinnabon? Yes, wait, wait a second. We got to have a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't tell me we got to send him on sponsorship.
1: It's
0: that's, that's when Matt maxes out the credit card to start sending uh, edible arrangements to every goddamn company on the planet saying, sponsor us. Somebody you know, should know how in. much
1: fruit costs.
4: Seriously.
2: I don't know why you guys let me use the company credit card. I just feel like that's you guys dropping the ball. <laughs>
4: Dude, there's just a bunch of fruit basket charges. I don't fucking understand it. What's your obsession with fruit baskets? I don't
2: know how much fruit costs, okay? I'm sorry, i <laughs> Matt! God!
1: Yeah, it's just a bunch of fruit baskets. There was one charge. I think it was a blow-up doll. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. boy. That must have been you don't for get, Dre. You
4: don't, get double mileage. you don't get double mileage by buying fruit, Matt. Wait, okay,
2: are you serious? Because, like, there were these ads, and they said double miles, Fill up, and all fill this-
1: up my gas tank, please. Matt is very much that guy. Hey, guys, I got hit up by this Nigerian prince. He wants to give me money. He says we're related.
4: (laughs) How? Like, what are the odds of him getting an email? I need 500
0: Target gift
1: cards. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) You're past doing your taxes. I only accept prepaid Apple gift cards. (laughs) Big go.
2: Knockout
4: stages. Let's
2: go. My favorite by far is the calls I get about the warranty on my car. And I like. Oh, yeah. Extended warranty. I only drive company vans. Like I just drive around in my little cleaning van. I don't like that's through the company's insurance Their insurance is invalid. Yeah. I don't actually have insurance, but thanks for playing. the game. Yeah. I got
1: one that said my social security number was uh, revoked. Oh yeah. That's funny. I've I got gotten those that too.
4: one. I've gotten
1: that one. So it was a good time. I don't know how you would do that, but that seems like an arduous process. <laughs>
2: So I guess we're talking about knockout stages. So let's just go over the games that have kind of already happened. So we kind of described it a little bit before. Orlando took on Montreal, and Orlando secured a one nothing victory. Orlando looked good. Orlando is shining in the Sunshine State. I I'm, guess the home- only,
3: I'm the only one who called Montreal winning that game. That's so the home field game.
4: advantage right there.
2: That's home field advantage, and I'm calling it now. But I'll let you guys go into it a little bit more. They're doing everything that they need to do to win. But I really think Orlando is my Cinderella now. Like, when you think about, like, March Madness, they're my Cinderella.
3: I'm going to agree with that one. I'm still pissed I lost points on that, on that game in the Orlando-Montreal one. But, you know. It's uh, all right. You're, you're,
2: you're, sure. you're
4: first, right? Shut up. Yeah,
3: I am. Um, next up, we had, what, was it Philly beat New England? I think we all got that one right, correct? Yep, maybe. Everyone got that? Philly's, Philly's on the bender, and, and they're uh, – Rolling on, we're, we're Team Adam Booth here. That's what we are. hashtag team Adam Just Booth. throw our support to Adam.
2: Well, when you talk about it, like Philly just continues to look the way they look, and that's just absolutely incredible, dude. They're just absolutely outplaying their opponent. But with the roster New England has, like Bruce Arena shouldn't feel bad, and New England should not feel bad about how far they've come in this tournament. They've looked absolutely really not, yeah. Good. And I'm telling you right now, dude that's a team with a system they only need a couple more pieces if they get one or two more pieces new england is a team that can make a run and you know what new england should be very happy that they got this far and bruce arena is a man who can push that team dude bruce arena wins dude he just wins and that team is built for success
1: give him a few years that team's gonna be scary
2: exactly
4: the next one though NYCFC versus Toronto, that three one victory. What the actual fuck happened? Motherfuckers! (laughs) Like
3: this really killed my whole like Team Canada vibe going. Really killed
4: it.
2: (laughs) But here's the thing. Think, Think about this really. When we were going into this season, NYCFC was a team that could score a ton of goals, and they could hold their opponents defensively. This is the NYCFC I think we were talking about at the beginning of the year. They
1: looked much more back to form in that game. When
2: when Dre at the beginning of the season was talking about NYCFC being a force in the East, this was the game that we've been expecting since day one. It's only taken them five or six games, but they finally have started to get into this. And it's like, you know, it's about fucking time. It only also shows how important Maxi Morales is with Maxi Morales being back in that lineup, dude, they are just hitting off on all cylinders. But at the same time, dude, Toronto looked horrible. Toronto didn't look like they wanted to be there. They looked absolutely all over the place. And, I just think with Toronto, the, the hardest thing right now is they're so inconsistent. One game that they're absolutely being the piss out of their opponent, and then the next game it doesn't look like they want to be there. Josie Altador is too busy picking fights with Felipe on Twitter. Like, dude, put down your fucking phone and score a fucking goal. <laughs> You're
3: right. not wrong.
0: Might I add, might I add, just one second, Toronto, Canada, Team Canada, it's okay. We've got hockey back.
3: It's, it's going to be all right. That's it. Now, I don't know if anyone else was up late yesterday watching the KC Vancouver game. I actually caught it from, like, the second half onward, and that game was wild in so many ways. Um, most of what I learned is from the commentary, and that's apparently Vancouver had, like, 10-plus-ish players out from, like, their regular starting lineup. They had to, like, bring up, like, player. I forget what the- what it's called, but there's, like, general allocation players that any team could pick up if they're, like... Low on players, and Vancouver had to like do that to pick some players up. They had a 21 year old goalkeeper in who played a hell of a game, honestly. I think uh, they they kept saying Casey had like upwards of like 30 something shots, which is close to MLS record. And then the game ended up going to fucking uh, OT, which in this tournament goes straight to penalties, it doesn't even go to uh, extra time. So, what do you got to say, Matt?
2: Dude, I'm telling you right now, for like, I feel hard. Like, first, this was the game. Goalies, man. Like the offenses were going at it, but these were the games for the goalies. The goalie for Vancouver, Tom Hollis. Holy crap, dude, he faced 36 shots. There it is. Eight saves, and still couldn't get the win. That's ridiculous. This he was goaltending off of his head, but really it was Tim Miala at the end of it all. Three saves in the penalty kicks at the end of the game. That's when it mattered. Kansas City goes on. I think Kansas City has the depth to continue to push, but I really don't know if they're going to have enough to see themselves to a final. But you know what? Hey, we said Kansas City can go far in this tournament, and they have the depth to do it.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. That that penalty kickoff or shootout was – Pretty exciting in that, like there were saves on both sides. That's honestly where Vancouver shot themselves in the foot right off the bat. First shot hits the post and doesn't go in. So that's how they started off their the penalties. And then Mayola made a, or Melia makes a couple saves. Um, then you had Vancouver goalie made one save, but it just really wasn't enough to keep the team in there. It really showed that the the lack of starting players for them kind of kind of hurt Vancouver.
2: Um, just to give an update, uh, San Jose just earned a penalty in a 1-1 game. Uh, I'll keep you updated. The penalty kick is about to happen.
1: Oh, I'm hot try- damn. I'm just trying to figure out what hurts my eyes more. These fucking yellow shorts or these, like, acid trip jerseys?
4: <laughs> I, li- I like the yellow shorts.
2: Uh, the kick is about to happen. I got it. 2-1 San Jose. My my feed is definitely. Yeah, there. my
1: TV's way behind. He hasn't even taken the shot yet.
2: Yeah. All right, back to back to reality. So we're going on. Clearly, we are watching the San Jose versus RSL game now. San Jose just took a two-one lead off of a penalty. So we're going to talk about some games that we're looking forward to. There are Three more games left in the knockout stage, which is Sounders, LAFC. Columbus versus Minnesota and Portland versus Cincinnati. Which game do you guys want to talk about first?
3: Uh, Let's just go in order. The order you said them in.
0: Sanders, LAFC. That's going to be I, a, a PK draw.
2: Dude, that game is going to be like if you're going to. I mean, it's unfortunate because the game's already going to happen. Oh, my
0: God, that was an amazing game. I can't believe I just watched LA, LAFC just beat Portland 3-2. I can't wait to see you
1: guys next
0: week. Seattle. Let's
1: be planning and know that I was right, and it was Bradley all the way.
2: I think most of them choose LAFC to win this game just because the Sounders did have a poor performance so far in the tournament. But, dude, Seattle, Jordan Morris, Christian Rondon – and that defense, dude, the Sounders can surprise you. And I, I – I, dude, I really can't – if a draw was an option, I would have chose a draw. But, dude, I just – I chose LAFC because just the amount of firepower they had. But, again, that's anyone's game. And either team who wins that game, they're putting themselves in a great position to continue to reach to the final. Absolutely. L.A. all
0: the way, Columbus, Minnesota, Columbus.
4: Oh, you already know the boys in yellow.
2: So Black and just yellow had... we're
3: taking the game. It, lo- it yeah. looks like I'm alone again with uh, supporting Seattle here, but we'll see. We'll see what happens.
2: You I mean
3: Minnesota? I, I... Well, what are you talking about, Dre? Minnesota. Well, he's, Dre. he's back on the, the so, uh, on the Seattle LFC game. I'm, I'm I know, go- no, no, I'm no, alone. Dre. Dre, I'm going
0: with you on this one. Okay. Seattle just got a, a a team in hockey. They got the name, the logo. They just got Jamal Adams from the Jets. See, Seattle right now is pumping.
1: Dude, oh, the Red City going. Bitch Pigeons. <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: You know what's the best part? Like I reached out, like someone was like, yo, I, I would buy a shirt if that was a shirt. And someone it literally, is a said, it's a shirt.
1: It is a shirt. Yeah, I, I kind of want one myself.
2: I'm like, Dude, it's 15 bucks. I'm like, I've spent $15 on the dumbest shit on earth. I might buy a Rain City Bitch Pigeons t-shirt. <laughs>
4: I'm surprised you haven't already.
2: Add it That's to the cool. show
0: notes so everybody can uh, chime in and take a look at that one.
2: So we were talking about Columbus versus Minnesota, and Columbus has been firing at all cylinders, and Minnesota's looked like they've missed a few gears. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Minnesota's got here, and I really appreciate them showing up. But if Columbus looks like they did with the rest of the group stage, I think Columbus takes this pretty easy with all of the players that Minnesota's missing.
1: It's kind of weird having this conversation because, like, if uh, this COVID break never happened and Minnesota was still very much the team we saw at the beginning of the year, I don't know if we'd be having the same conversation.
4: Exactly. Those fire jerseys, man.
3: I'm still yeah. I'm still sticking with the fire jerseys. Minnesota yeah, takes it
2: they're missing their best striker their best midfielder and their best defender it's just it's tough to think minnesota is going to be anything's
0: possible anything's possible we've seen so much crazy stuff happen in this tournament already don't be surprised something else doesn't happen
1: yeah when you watch a coach sub three strikers in the 89th minute we got this guy
3: <laughs> it'll be all right it'll be all right
2: Four- is going to take on Cincinnati. So basically the storyline here is, will Portland's offense get through Cincinnati's defense? I think they will. I can't imagine Cincinnati can really go 90 minutes against a team that is going to, yeah, I just, I, I think Portland's going to take this. I think they're going to go. We I'll all take... know it's
1: going to be Portland, <laughs> but I kind of want it to be Cincinnati. So I feel a little better about myself. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No, no, just Kyle. a
4: little bit. You can't have what you want.
1: No, we can't have nice
4: things. No, you're not allowed.
1: Not at I, all. I
4: think Justin can can sum up this game for all of us.
1: Cincy
0: with the upset.
4: Wow. Justin, what? what? I what had you- so much more faith in you than that.
0: Oh, no. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Alex wanted me to say Timber.
3: <laughs> there you go. God damn it. This, uh,
2: it's so this, damn- is, this
3: is where the Kesha song goes. This is where no, we're not doing that. We're there. not adding her.
2: Going down, I'm yelling Timber.
0: If they it's win the- it, we'll add it to the 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 final episode of the the tournament thing
2: dude if timbers win we all have to sing the whole song on podcast
4: i'm fine can with we- that. wait can we do our eye makeup like her too about it.
2: sure <sighs> <sighs> it's, for,
4: it's for instagram guys it's for instagram who the Graham is the grand so as
0: we get closer to the final we will do our picks as the games are announced definitely check those out on our social medias final topic of the night what is pissing you off let's
4: wrap it up kids you want to know what's pissing me off i
0: got nothing so somebody else take it
4: i got this one listen so so everyone understands about eight (laughs) months ago i decided to move into this house with my best friend kyle right Little thing about Kyle. Kyle has a funny sense of humor. Kyle can't seem to stop fucking making dad jokes about (laughs) uh, like all the time. Like, just, Hey Kyle, what's up? Crack a dad joke. Hey Kyle, I'm going to bed. Crack a dad joke. Hey man, how's like, how's your poop going? Cracks a dad joke. And I I can't, I can't. They're so good. But at the same time, I just can't live with this anymore. It hurts (laughs) guys. It
1: hurts. Let's just point out that the biggest travesty of the last thing he just said was me sa- me telling Jad jokes, not the fact that I apparently like bust down the bathroom door while he's taking a shit.
4: Yeah, uh, normal I was like, are I, yeah, the, the house That's is really normal. normal. like hey, what? <laughs> you, you guys have been in this house, you know, you know, weird shit oh, happens. Boy. I yeah, I, weird, I can't confirm or nor
0: deny. That. I can't confirm nor deny.
4: <laughs> in this house, you gotta keep the door open because it just creates a nice breeze. The bathroom gets really hot. There's a nice window, like a big window in there. You gotta keep the door open. You don't
0: have to explain. It's okay. Yeah. You like the doors open. You're fine.
2: What for you. I'd like to Matthew,
0: Sigh. What is pissing you off this week, buddy?
2: So what's pissing me off this week is like, so the majority of my job is like, I travel, I travel from account, like I travel to like eight to 10 accounts a day. And during COVID and during the, you know, when all these non-essential workers actually had to work from home, it was nice because there was no one on the road. I didn't have to deal with rush hour traffic. My hour drive home from my last account only took like 35 minutes. Well, yeah, well, that's out the goddamn fucking window because- I leave my last account at 7 o'clock, and I'll be lucky if I get home at 9. So, it's not essential workers back on the road. That's what pissed me
4: off. <laughs> Matt, Matt, come wintertime, everyone will be back in their house again. You'll be fine.
2: Isn't it sad
0: to say I can't Second wave is approaching. Yeah, dude. Starts down. <laughs> no, we're, we're on, like, level 74 or something. We have definitely we're up there. Uh, <laughs> Dre, what is pissing you off this week?
3: I... I'm starting to get really pissed off that in this goddamn house I live on the third floor, and the fucking AC never makes it up here. So with the AC could be cranked downstairs could be like ice cold like a refrigerator, and I'm sitting here sweating balls. And there's no guidance. Have, have you ever
4: tried a fan, my friend? Just it's really right,
3: it's on too. The fans uh, on also. Uh, okay, no, it's just you know, got me.
4: That, that's all I got for you. It's all it, it, my
3: my balls smell, and I took a shower this morning. Like it wow, makes okay. Sense. Uh, well, you know Thanks, what? I man. I I
0: though <laughs> I appreciate you letting us know that. Uh, I you know I'm super excited that you didn't mention. Your uh what are they called? The flea market team or something? What, 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 what uh, is that? team? farmers market? Farmers nothing, market team, that's uh, right. Uh there's nothing right.
3: else to say. They they they're bankrupt and they've relegated. Like what else can I say about that? Can so I you didn't
0: start you, the GoFundMe page yet? Yeah. Uh can
3: I ask you a rumor I heard?
0: Yeah.
1: I heard they forfeited their last game because the ball went over the fence and nobody could go
3: get it. Yeah, there's no ball boy that couldn't afford one. So they're like, oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> oh, there's that mean looking dog over there. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> That's right
2: also over. entirely
3: possible having mean looking dogs around the stadium. That, that makes sense, too.
2: The Ukrainian, bro. Like, oh, we lost our ball. We can't play anymore. Fucking sucks.
3: Hey, you have some teams like Shekhtar that, like, every couple years makes a Champions League run. And you know, Dinamo Kiev, that every couple of years makes like a Europa League run, and then you have teams like Those Carpate, and then you have teams like Carpate where they can't afford a ball,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kyle.
3: God damn it, Kyle.
0: Those are words, yes, yes, they are. That is a good one, Kyle. What's pissing you off? You um, jolly green giant, you son of a gun,
1: to be honest with you. There's so many things that are pissing me off, and half of them I couldn't even begin to explain, even if I actually understood them. So, um, literally everything. God Everybody God and bless em- all. Things. I'll pray for you tonight.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, What's the update on the game? 58 minutes.
4: 2
0: 1.
4: Two one.
0: Sounders FC coming up at 11. That game will be over, obviously, by the time this comes out.
3: I'll be uh, upstairs with my toaster bath bomb when this is over. <laughs> I'll be hey, the, I'll be I'll be like me, big boy. I'm gonna climb into the attic and like just like put some rope over there and I'll watch it from a ladder. So you know, you don't even <laughs> have to just climb to the attic, you're gonna melt.
4: Dude, what are you talking you're, you're about? Not, you're right. About I, leave, I leave the doors open. It's fine. Dude. Oh god, <laughs> Jesus.
0: On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in on episode 25 of Post and Pints. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Post and Pints. If you want to join in on the conversation or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, that's at Post and Pints Podcast. And remember, the banter is free, but the beer is not included. Drink responsibly.